Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, your life connection to the information for a healthy body, an enlightened mind, and a renewed spirit. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to We Get Results. It's Tuesday, January 26, 2021, and I'm your host, Mary Singer Albertson. We Get Results airs on the fourth Tuesday of the month at 1 p.m., and it's archived for later listening. The purpose of We Get Results is to discuss challenges we are facing in the U.S. and globally and connect listeners to ways they can make a difference. You can always get results if you know uh, what to do and if you're passionate about what you want to do to help make changes for the betterment of those who have no voice. One of the best ways I've found for one person to make a difference is taking action through the results organization. We're a volunteer citizens lobby meeting with Congress to create the political will to end hunger and poverty um, globally and domestically. So check out www.results.org. Click on the successes page to see what has been accomplished by all the volunteers in about 40 years now. Just celebrated our 40-year anniversary. So... Um, The program today is a recording of a webinar from Child Safe Michigan to inform listeners about how they can become a mentor and why it's so important. This is Mentoring Month, and we want to help foster youth who need an adult that they can trust and count on. And there'll be stories and information from mentors, including me, and contacts for more information for you if you are considering becoming a mentor. Um, I'm going to give you the contact now so you'll have it, and it will be given again at the end of the webinar. So if you're interested in more information, you can call Tiffany, 248-837-2073, or you can email her at tmullinax, T-M-U-L-L-I-N-A-X, at childsafemichigan.com. C-H-I-L-D-S-A-F-E-M-I-C-H-I-G-A-N dot org. And if you wanted to contact me also, I've been mentoring for almost 10 years, and it's been my joy, and I hope that you will listen to this and, and think about whether you'd like to be the one that makes a difference in a child's life. So you can also email me at mAlbertson, A-L-B-E-R-T-S-O-N, 05, at AOL.com. So thanks for listening. Thanks for thinking about this. I feel like I get probably even more out of it than my mentee. She was seven and a half when I first started seeing her, and she's 17 now. So we've had quite a good relationship, and uh, we've been friends for a long time. So I hope you'll have the opportunity to check this out. And so I will let you go and let you listen to the webinar from Child Safe Michigan. Thanks again. Talk to you next month. Bye-bye.
thank you for joining us to this evening. My name is Nicole Mullane, and I am the Mentor Program Supervisor here at Child Safe Michigan. We are very excited to have you join us uh, this evening for a short intro about our mentoring program here at Child Safe. And also, you get a chance to hear from our awesome mentors um, that are joined us this evening, too. Uh, they, they're going to answer some questions for you and share some of their experiences. So we truly believe that mentoring does matter and that you can make an impact in the life of a young youth in need. So before we begin, I just want to ask um, that you please mute your microphone so that everyone on the call can hear each other. Um, also, if you have any questions that you'd like to ask, you can just put it in the chat box and or you can raise your hand um, under the reactions smiley face over there. Um, and we will get to your questions as well. So um, I just want to give you a quick breakdown of what we have planned for our time together this evening. Um, we're first going to do a little bit of an intro about our program. And then we're going to have a fun true and false um, mentoring edition. So that'll be fun. And then for the main thing, that would be the mentor panel. We have um, three mentors with us today, possibly four. Um, and they are currently matched and they are happy to answer um, any questions that you may have. And then finally, we're going to go over the next steps that you need to, um, that you can take to become a mentor. So it's going to be fun. And again, thank you so much. Good evening, everyone. My name is Tiffany and I'm the mentor coordinator um, in the mentoring program. I've been here for two years and I absolutely love my job. Um, so just a little bit about the program. We are a community-based mentoring program that provides foster youth a chance to develop a relationship with an adult other than an authority figure, someone who then becomes a friend, advocate, role model. This caring, consistent relationship leads to increased self-esteem, better outlook into the future, better grades, and if they're age-appropriate, maybe some career planning, looking into colleges or trade schools. Um, so we're a two-part program. Uh, Part of it is, you know, setting and achieving goals, working on um, social skills, social cues, things like that. And the other half is really about building, you know, a friendship, a relationship, uh, being that person for them, you know, having their back. Unfortunately, with foster care comes some trauma um, and, you know, multiple placements, sometimes loss in uh, trust in adults and a mentor can come alongside and help them gain that back. So we service children in Wayne, Macomb, and Oakland County, um, ages 7 to 23, who are in foster care or maybe in a pre-adoptive home, adoptive home, or even back with their biological family. But they did have to have, you know, um, a year of foster care. Um, so we're asking for a one-year commitment, and um, our, we're asking the same thing for our mentees as well. So they really want to be part of our program. They're not being forced to by like an adult or a judge or anything like that. Uh, they really want a mentor. And I feel like that really helps to gel that relationship. We're also asking for two to four times a month for outings. Um, we give you lots of great ideas of free and low cost um, outings. We also, you know, uh, like to um, give out free tickets to sporting events, um, to the zoo, science museum, also Henry Ford, the Greenfield Village, 
Uh, we also do um, an event we throw every three months. It's pretty awesome. Uh, we go to places like CJ Barrymore's, which is like a small Cedar Point, um, unlimited rides, you know, games, food. Uh, we really try to make it special. Um, during COVID, we know that that looks a little bit different now, and we can discuss that a little bit further. Um, but so if you are interested, um, we're going to go ahead and email you an application. Super simple, two pages. There's some consents and background checks. Um, and next we'll do an interview. Uh, that's about 45 minutes to an hour. And that's where we really gauge, you know, your personality type, your likes, your dislikes, where you are at, where you're going. Um, and we do the same thing with the mentees and their family. Um, and that's really how we match you, um, you know, by doing that hour long interview. Um, and once we find that perfect person for you, uh, we'll let you know why they went into foster care. Um, you know, make sure that you can handle youth with those type of experiences. Uh, but we also have a training that helps, you know, learn a lot about that as well. Uh, so you'll learn about foster care and our program and really how to help, right? So it is eight hours, but it's six hours face-to-face -face and then two hours kind of on your own. And you're provided all of the material. But the most important thing we want you to know is that you're part of a team. Uh, once you're with us, we're definitely here from you. And we want to hear from you, right? We want to know how that match is going. And if there's any issues that we can kind of iron out together um, and give any resources that the family may need. So the role and impact uh, and commitment of a mentor. A mentor is not someone who walks ahead of you to show you how they did it. A mentor walks alongside you to show you what you can do. So the impact of a mentor, uh, mentees are less likely to use drugs, uh, to start drinking alcohol, less likely to sip school. Um, they're more likely to engage in sports and hobbies. And we think it's pretty awesome when we hear our mentor showing up for our kids, you know. Um, sometimes they don't have someone in the audience and you can be that person for them. Um, they're more likely to attend, attend college or like a trade school. Some of them don't even know their worth and that they can actually, you know, uh, progress on to higher education. And some of them just need that extra help. Like it's a lot to take on, right? Um, going through the application process and um, all of that. So you can help with that too. Um, and they're more likely to hold leadership roles. And it's really great when we can hear mentees say that they would like to become a mentor because of how great that their mentor was for them in their life. So the commitment of a mentor is we take it pretty seriously in our program. Um, again, we do ask for that one year commitment, um, even though our matches last longer than that. They're like two and a half to three years. Um, but we're looking for a lifelong friend. That doesn't mean you have to commit your life to us. It just means that we really want you to follow up. Like if life happens, you move out of state, maybe check in once in a while, throw them a postcard, you know, just let them know that you're there for them. Again, the outings are two to four times a month and we, you know, really want you to kind of check in to make sure that they're doing okay and just to be consistent. Also to have communication with the staff we're here for you and we want love to give you updates on the program and events and things like that. We really want you to take advantage, especially of the free stuff, right? Um, and then most importantly, we really want to mention the ending the match uh, policy. We really don't want to be another person in their life that's disappointed them or walked away from them. 
So if you're going to make that commitment with us, we truly ask you, you know, um, for that one year commitment. And then if you do need to end the match that you do it by policy. And that's to sit down and talk to them and let them know that like, hey, I care for you. It's not you. Um, it's just something that's going on with me and give them that closure. A lot of them don't even have, have never had a person in their life sit down and give them that closure that they need. Um, so that would be the commitment. And then we're going to go on to um, the truth and false. So hopefully you do understand a little bit more of what a mentor is and how important they are to the lives of our mentees. Um, but chances are you still have some questions or even doubts about getting involved. And we do find it helpful to dispel some of those myths and misconceptions about being a mentor, just to put people at ease, because it is a little nerve wracking. So um, mentors have to be wise know-it-alls. Do you think that is true or false? False. False. Yes, false. Um, no, we don't know everything and mentors don't know everything. Um, you know, you do have a lot of experience and probably a lot of experience that you don't even realize that you have, um, that you can help with this, uh, with a youth. And as far as when you don't know something, that's why um, it's so great to have us as the, because um, we're so supportive. So 24 hours, honestly, I, you know, we answer phone calls. So if there is a question or you don't know how to answer something, you know, it's fine to tell them, you know, I don't really know that. Let me find out. And then you can call us because we have so many resources that we can provide for you guys. Okay, next. Uh, being a mentor can be so awkward. What do you guys think? False or true? True. True. Yeah. Sometimes. Yep, absolutely. It is true, especially in the beginning. Um, the first few months can feel a little awkward and you guys are strangers. You don't know each other. Um, but that's why we kind of give some resources right in the beginning. Uh, the very first time you all meet, we ask that you spend a little bit of time with your mentee. Uh, we'll give you a game. It's like a little chat pack or a Jenga game. And it has like little open-ended questions. We really just want you to take that time um, to get to know them. And hey, if you're out on an outing three months later and you guys completely run out of things to talk about, pull that out, you know, that'll start up that conversation again. Mentors dictate everything about the relationship. True or false? False. 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 That is correct. False. That's correct because, um, Actually, the relationships built on mutual trust, um, perspective, support, and encouragement. And so what we try to encourage um, our matches to do is maybe one outing, you know, the mentor can select, and then maybe the next outing, the mentee could select it, you know, so you guys can balance it out. Because actually the mentors, um, they learn so much from the mentees as well. So it's a two-way street. Okay, being a mentor is time consuming and expensive. What do you guys think? True or false? False. False. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so with time consuming, we give you a couple different ideas on how you can incorporate your life with theirs, all right? So and then along the way, you can kind of teach them some daily life skills. So like if you know that you like to work out, hey, bring them along with you. You need to go grocery shopping. You need to cook dinner. Teach them how to cook a meal. That would be awesome. 
And then as far as expense goes, um, you know, we do give you tons and tons of ideas of free and low cost outings. And I believe that some of the best outings are just simply a walk, you know, around the park or taking your dog for a walk or something like that, really giving you guys that time to communicate and, you know, build that relationship. Okay, mentoring matches can last for years into adulthood. True or false? True. Uh, true. Yes. Um, yeah, mentoring matches often, I would say more likely, um, last after the match has ended. Uh, for instance, last year we had uh, one of our mentees who was in the program three years ago, um, and her mentor that she was matched with three years ago, um, they still kept in touch. And she actually flew her out to California. The mentor flew the youth out um, to California to stand up in her wedding. And that was three, after, uh, three years after they, they were matched. And the reason why the match ended was because the mentor moved to California. So yes, it is lifelong for a lot of people. But like we said, we're not gonna, you know, it, it, it's completely based um, you know, on your match. But a lot of times, um, it's 70% of our matches, our average matches three, uh, three years. So it says a lot. So um, again, we're just going to ask if you could just raise your hand or type a question in uh, the chat. Um, and that way we can ask um, our experienced mentors who were so awesome by coming here tonight. So we can go around and um, if you would like to introduce yourself, mentors, Tiffany. Mm -hmm. Okay, Dave, if you wanna go first. Yep. Um, hi, so my name's Dave. Uh, I've been with the program for approximately five years now. Um, can, can everyone hear me? Yes. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> Um, so I've been with the program for about five years. Uh, my mentee, I believe, was seven when we first matched up, and I've gone through a lot of tough times with him. He's um, been moved around probably. Uh, it's over 10 houses now. I, I lost count um, early on, so he really has appreciated having someone that's consistent um, throughout this whole thing. So um, it, it's been a good you know, Good thing for me and him. I've definitely learned a lot from him. He's learned a lot from me. So um, uh, that's a little bit about myself. I, I just work a lot and then do mentoring on the side. So thank you, Dave. I really appreciate you being here. Uh, yep. Daniel, would you like to go next? Yeah, sure. Hey guys. Uh, so I'm Daniel. Um, my mentee is a nine year old boy. His name is Michael. And um, I started mentoring him about six months ago. A lot of what I do with him is just we'll go for bike rides and stuff or go to the park, play baseball, whatever. But uh, one thing we, I really tried to work on with him was uh, his math and English skills. Uh, he was really struggling and he's in some special ed classes. But um, uh, since I see him once a week, we're able to do a bunch of problems and stuff. And in these six months, he's caught up to his class. So like those are, you know, once you meet your mentees, you can see where they struggle academically and that can be like part of what you do with them i think that's very important um uh, if not as important as the relationship so but um but yeah it's, it's a very good fun process 
it's good for you and them. So uh, I think whoever does this, it's very beneficial for you. Great, thank you so much, Daniel, for sharing. Mary, would you like to go next, please? Mary? <laughs> I forgot to unmute. You hear me That's now? okay. <laughs> we hear you now. Okay, I'm Mary. I'm a retired speech therapist from the schools and um, I've been uh, matched with my little girl, little girl that was seven and a half when I met her and she just turned 17. Wow. So I've been with her a long time and I probably get as much or more out of it than she does. Uh, of course, activities have changed in all these years, but um, she and I both have a love for um, live musical theater. So I would always look online for high schools that were putting on productions and we'd go see different productions. And I think our, her favorite one was Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. And I made a CD for the car and we sang the songs on the way. and. I said if there had been another show the next day, she probably would have made me sleep in the parking lot because she liked it so much that it was that she just really loved that. And um, she has six brothers and sisters. Everybody was adopted. And so having me have special time with her is really important for her. And um, we were talking about family or something one time. And I said, well, you know, I'm kind of like your extended family. And she said, no, you are family. And um, so it's been, it's been great for me too, after being retired, especially. And um, uh, I think every child needs somebody to count on and that they can uh, trust. And um, I, think, uh, I think that was about all I was going to tell you. Oh, well, now that she's been a teenager, she's needed me for some challenges. And it's been nice to have someone other than your parents if you're having some difficulties. And, um, so I think that's been helpful to her too. So yeah, 17. Yeah, absolutely, Mary. I love that when you say, no, you are family. <laughs> I know. Not like family, I love that too. Family. I love, I love that. that too. Yeah. So the first question is kind of towards the staff. It says, what is the average age of the mentee? Do we get to like pick them or pick them up from home? I just wanted to let you know that um, we do have an average, it's um, right around the adolescent to teenage years, but really it's up to you, right? We want you to feel comfortable uh, with who you're mentoring. So yes, we serve as ages seven to 23, but we really ask that you narrow that down and let us know who you feel more comfortable with. Um, is it 10 to 13? Is it 15 to 18? Is it seven to 10? You know, so we're gonna ask you that during the interview. And as far as um, picking them up at home, uh, yes, you would pick them up at home, um, but you don't go in the home. Um, you know, it's, you would just uh, pick them up. And depending on the age, that would, you know, whether or not you're making um, the outing plans and scheduling it with the guardian, or if the youth is a little bit older, a teenager, then you would be making it with the youth. But yes, you would be, uh, and part of the background check is, um, a driving record check, and we would need a, um, a current copy of your car insurance too, because you would be driving it. Okay, does anyone have any questions for our experienced mentors? 
Dan L has a question. Dan, if you want to unmute yourself and ask your question, please. Yeah, so my question is, um, how long uh, is the process to become a mentor? How long does it take? Again, um, I think that's more of a staff question. <laughs> and Nicole, do you want to answer? Sure. Um, so to become a mentor, it's actually, it, it does not take um, long because you, you would, we're going to, in the chat, there's going to be um, where you can click it and then just put your name and information if it's something that you're interested in. And then once you would fill out the application and we run um, the background checks, which does not take that long, um, then we would schedule the interview, um, which like Tiffany mentioned, it's about 45 minutes. We're doing a lot of the uh, interviews uh, virtually for right now. Um, and then the next scheduled mentor training is March. I'm not sure if everyone heard that, but it's March 6th. I, yeah, I got muted. Um, yeah, March 6th is the next mentor training. So it's not a very difficult process at all. Okay, does anyone have any questions for the mentors? They have a lot of experience. Yeah, I, well, I actually have, a, I do have another question for, I guess, the mentor table. Just how has, can someone explain just how has this, the, the program really changed your life as being a mentor? How big of an impact has that been? Yeah, I can go first. Uh, so I know it was probably about three to four years into our like mentoring program. I was talking to him and he was feeling really down because he was like, oh, I haven't um, I haven't been able to find a home and he spent, he was, um, every single house that he was going to was, was just, it wasn't working out. So he told me, and this has kept me going for a lot long. I never planned on stopping, but it's really stuck in my head where he's just like, oh, I thought you were just going to be another home, but you're, you've been, been with me for a lot longer than that. So that's really, it felt really good, kept me kept me going in the program and I don't plan on quitting anytime soon so thank you Dave and we're really impressed he won mentor of the year actually last year during mentor appreciation um, dinner which is by the way national mentoring month um, so uh, yeah we just are really impressed um, with how consistent that you've been in your mentee's life and we really appreciate you so thank you for answering that I have a question. Yes, do, go ahead. Do, does the mentee know what our address is, the mentor's address? Yeah. Where we live. Yes. 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 Because, um, yes, because they are foster youth. And so out of, uh, that's just part of how, because you would have all their information too, like, you know, their address. And then, just for safety reasons, um, they would have your address as well. And the guardian. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I have a question, can I ask? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my question was, I know you mentioned about, uh, you know, bringing them over if you're cooking dinner. So my question was for the mentors, uh, were like, if you did bring bring them to your home, 
how long did that take you and is it okay to bring them to your home do you guys want to mention about uh, the rules yeah sure so um in our program we do ask that there's a waiting period before you introduce them to your family, your friends, you know, into your home. And the reason why we do that is we want them to feel completely comfortable um, in your home. And they really need to establish a relationship with you first before we add on that extra like stress. Um, they're their social norms might be a little bit different than ours, right? So at our home, you know, we take our shoes off. We don't put our feet on the coffee table. We use coasters, things like that. Well, they might not be used to that in their home. So it's, you know, it kind of adds a little bit of extra pressure. So we want to make sure that your relationship is completely gelled before that happens. And you'll know when the right time is. Um, if you don't, you can always contact us. We say at least six months, you know, even up to a year um, before you're completely um, feel comfortable inviting them into your, you know, into your family life. Um, but guaranteed, um, they're going to become just like family. They really are. Um, and they're going to be really excited, you know, to meet your wife, your husband, your kids, or, you know, maybe just a best friend or, you know, see your environment. You want me to answer to a question in the chat. It says, do you ever feel like you said the wrong thing to your mentee? Hmm. And th that was my question. Can you hear me? Mm -hmm. I just to expand yeah. on it. Um, just not having a ton of training. Um, you know, I, I'm a mom of younger kids and I feel like I say the wrong thing to my own kids all the time, but it's, you know, it's my own kids. Whereas I feel like with a mentee, if I would constantly be worried about that, I, if they had a concern or came to me with something that what if I handled it the wrong way or I said the wrong thing. Uh, well, I can talk to that a little bit. I know um, sometimes I have a hard time like coming up with the best thing to say. And sometimes not even saying anything is fine. It's just that they really want someone consistent. And I found that being consistent in their life is more important than saying the exact right thing every single time. It's just they need consistency. These kids, like um, my kid or the mentee has been going through so many different houses that everything's inconsistent. He's got um, different people telling him different things at every single house. And then if you're there to see him go through each one of these houses you'll be that consistent thing in his life so you don't always have to have the right thing to say but uh, but just being consistent is important i like the idea of too that you guys had said that um when they ask you something and you're just really not sure or if it has to do with rules or anything i mean even when i go to other meetings you know and we meet with congress for my one of my groups i'm in and it's like, you know what, I'm not totally sure I want to give you the right, I want to give you the right information. So I'll check it out and get back to you. And I think that that's always a good, a good way to handle it. I have a question for Mary. Yeah. Um, what was your funniest memory that you shared with um, your mentee? Mm. My, my funniest memory or with my mentee, the funniest memory? 
Um, it can be either. If you wanted to talk about that you and your mentee shared together. Um, I might have to think about that I'm, as far as like something that was really funny. Um, you know, we've, we just, we go to a lot of, we've gone to lots of different movies that are funny and, you know, talked about that type of thing and um, just talked about different things that her little brothers and sisters do that are, that are funny. I can't think of anything specific right now, but um, uh, it's, everything's just been a lot of fun. You know, I don't know if it's been totally funny, but, but um, I just feel like when you, when you asked, what does it give you? You know, I'm different than a lot of people because I'm retired, but I worked in the schools and I worked with preschool and I worked all the way up to high school. And um, so it's been great for me just to get more contact with kids and have them care about me again and, and um, have something uh, that's important to do. I've gotten to know the family very well too, which is different than a lot of this because all the kids are adopted and, um, uh, Interestingly enough, I was the speech therapist to her uncle when I when her uncle was little, and and uh, he was in my school district. So somehow I just ended up um, ended up with someone that I knew the family, and they went because the little kids always called me Miss Mary. They're like Miss Mary's going to be your mentor, Miss Mary. You know, it was always so that was that was pretty interesting that we we ended up with the same um, with people that 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 we knew each other. So that was kind of cool. Okay, thank you so much, Mary. <laughs> so I see, uh, what did you do with your mentee, your very first get together? Did you click right away or did it take some time? Daniel, would you mind answering that one for us? Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, the first thing I did with my mentee was uh, I took them, you know, I took them to the beach and um, you know, I think I, I, I would recommend starting with something more simple um, just because it's the first <laughs> meeting and especially if they're young, they're kind of like nervous. So uh, it, it turned out fine, but like, um, I don't know. So now I've gone into a routine of just hanging out with them at the park or like, you know, just studying or whatever. So you'll eventually find your groove. So I guess it's not too important what you would do at first, but uh, I guess simplicity is just the best option. We went to the park the first time I met her too, and she showed me all her tricks on the bars and things, and that was fun. Yeah, I know when I first started, I had to keep mine pretty short because I didn't, it was a little bit awkward for me at first, but after a while, now I, I hang out with them for like six to 10 hours at a time, and it doesn't faze me. But uncomfortable starting. So the next question is, what are you doing with the kids now with respect to COVID? Um, during the training, you will get um, a state handbook that goes over mentoring during COVID times. Um, and with following all the rules and things like that, we give it, um, you know, we give you the choice um, to meet face-to-face -face or to kind of do virtual mentoring um, just for right now. And I know that uh, Mary is actually uh, only doing virtually and then our other two mentors are uh, doing face-to-face -face outings. So does anyone want to speak to that? Well, I would love to see her. Um, 
she understands the whole thing because she's in school and her high school is either at home or in school or back and forth and someone has COVID so they stop and all that and and she understands that since I'm retired and the government calls me elderly at my age um, she knows that I'm not going to see her because she also works at McDonald's and is in school with lots of kids and I just can't do that right now so so we text a lot and talk on the phone and uh, we need to do some more FaceTime. I'm just getting used to doing that. So um, so I don't talk to her quite as much. I said, she just texted me now and said, I started a business and here's the jewelry that I'm making. So I'll have to see what earrings I want. <laughs> Sorry, that took me a while to unmute. Um, but yeah, if you are only meeting, if you don't feel comfortable meeting face to face, that's okay. We give you so many great ideas of what you can do. Um, you know, examples like one of our mentors bought themselves a book and sent a, the mentee the same book. And then every few chapters, they kind of meet on Zoom and talk about it, kind of like a, like a book club. Um, there's lots of like, you know, online painting that you guys can do together, just drop off the materials to their home. Uh, one mentee, actually, or one mentor, excuse me, actually bought like little mugs, um, like with little cocoa bombs and kind of dropped it off at the doorstep. And then they had like a virtual, you know, hot cocoa uh, date. So um, lots of, lot, we have lots of great ideas to help. Even last summer, you guys gave out uh, park passes, Metro park passes. And I wasn't going to be going, but she was able to to go with her whole family and all the kids and and get some fun times at the park. Yeah, um, yeah, we were able to give out um, the Metro Park passes, and actually for the holiday wish um, this year, we asked each match if they would prefer um, a twenty twenty one Metro Park pass or an Amazon gift card because we are very lucky to have wonderful donors um, that you know help provide because we are again you know we're nonprofit so and we do get grants too um, but you know the Metro Parks was a really fun and great option for a lot of our matches because you can use it year-round yeah so, and, we, and we try to provide a lot of that stuff for you guys yeah they can go boating and a lot of different things mm-hmm so I would just like to answer uh, the same sex question. Um, with females, yes, we do match uh, with a female mentor. With male mentees, sometimes uh, we will match them with a, a female mentor. Not too often, but sometimes we do. And in those cases, it's usually like the mentee um, lost their mom or they, you know, the parents lost their rights and um, he really looked up to his, his mom was a superhero, you know. And in those cases, we really know that they're needing that motherly figure in their life. So, you know, we'll, we'll match them with a female, but normally no, it's same sex. But again, um, when we say we would, that is, we don't just put a female together with the male um, because we would know that if you would even be interested um, in mentoring male or female, you know, so that is in the questions during the interview. So if you don't, you know, if you're a female and you don't feel comfortable, you know, with a, a male uh, mentee, that's fine. Just tell us during the interview. Um, if you don't like sports like me. <laughs> 
right and that's how we you know get to really know um who you know what match to put together which two people to put together because it's very important the interview um because we want to we want this to be a lifelong friendship at least or but at least the one year commitment so so what is the average length of time for each outing and how often do you recycle the same type of outings I think it would just depend on how much the, your mentee likes the outing. You could do it a lot. You know, we, uh, we did a lot of going to movies and out to dinner. That was about her favorite thing. And, you know, with all those kids in the family, they didn't go out to dinner or anything very often or go to the movies. So we did that. And um, we never really paid attention to how much time it was. Sometimes I'd go to a choir concert of hers or go watch her play soccer or stuff like that. And, we really never paid attention to how, how long it was. It was whatever, it was fine. How much communication will a mentor have with a foster family when a child is younger? So we want uh, the guardian to feel comfortable with you. Obviously you're taking their kid, right? Uh, but we don't want too much communication um to happen between the mentor and the parents or the guardian and the reason why is because the mentee can start to feel like your relationship is with them and you know not with themselves right and instead you're you're kind of uh partnering up with their mom and they might think that you're telling them you know that you're telling the parents everything that they tell you and you know, we really don't want to bring confidentiality in that way. And we don't want the parents to sit there and tell you every little thing that's wrong with their kid, right? Because that's not what you're there for. You're there to be their friend. You're there to build a relationship with them, not to be their parent or their punisher. So we have to be really careful with that. And once you're, once you're matched, um, we do monthly check-ins, um, whoever your assigned mentor coordinator is. So we do check in with the guardian to see if there's anything that they need. So any concerns that they may have, they can discuss that with us. I think too, one, one thing with when they get to be a teenager, you know, I've talked to her before and said, you know, you can tell me anything you want and I'm not gonna tell, you know, go talk, tell your parents what you've told me unless it's something that is, could be dangerous for you. If it's something that I feel like they need to know and you tell me it, I'm, I'm gonna have to tell them, but otherwise, you know, I'm not gonna be talking to them about what you tell me. It's a great point, Mary, absolutely. So to the mentors, what made you want to become a mentor in the first place? Daniel, would you like to answer that one? What made you want to become a mentor in the first place? Yeah, sure. Sorry. Uh, can you hear me? Okay. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I was doing a lot of volunteer work these past several years, but uh, I just wanted to do something that was more uh, like directly impactful on someone. And uh, there's nothing more impactful than this. Um, you know, you get to see this person growing up and, um, you know, uh, the positive impact you can make is just great compared to, you know, if you volunteer as like a lifeguard or something like that, I've, 
Uh, that's not a good example. I guess you could save someone's life that way, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I was just looking for something that could uh, help someone even more. And, and also like the other mentees have mentioned, um, it really does any kind of volunteer work just makes you um, just improves your life as well. in some, you know, like in different ways. So this was something unique that I thought I could do. And, uh, and it's, you know, it's been really great. So uh, I think if you take it up, you'll really enjoy it. Thank you, Daniel, for answering that. Um, real quick, the next two questions are again to the staff. Um, I just want to answer um, that when you're scheduling your outings, um, at the match meeting, we'll schedule your very first one, but it is up to you. It's your responsibility to schedule your outings thereafter. If they're age appropriate, um, you know, teenage can, you know, uh, answer the phone and that type of thing. Um, you can, if the parents are okay with you setting up the outings with them. Um, however, we warn you against, um, you know, if you have to cancel or like setting up or that type of thing with texting with them. I know a lot of te teenagers love to text, um, but if you have to cancel the outing, make sure that you speak to someone. Um, and then again, if they're younger, you really want to set up those outings with the parents. And I think a great idea is to consistently keep the same date. If you can, if you can't, that's fine. Um, but like every other Saturday and, you know, maybe a Tuesday throw in there or something like that. Yeah. And I'm trying to find that second question. Can okay. I say one other thing about? Sorry, Mary, go ahead. No, I was just—I just wanted to put this in because you asked about how we decided to become a mentor, and I've been yeah. on the child uh, child safe board of directors for 15 years, so I knew what a great organization this was. I was already familiar with everyone. I saw, you know, how great the programs were. And that's how I decided to become a mentor. And it's been good because I've also been able to go back to the board of directors and let them know, you know, how the mentoring is going and, and try to, you know, give them ideas of people for they may want to want to be a mentor also, but it's a wonderful organization. I just want to let people know I've known, known it for about 15 years and it's something you would want to get involved with for sure. Thank you. Nicole, do you want to answer the question, can your mentor siblings, um, can you mentor the siblings? Can you take them along on outings? Um, sure. So as far as mentoring siblings, we do want one-on-one -on -one matches. Um, now, with that being said, I do have a couple, um, a husband and wife, who are mentors to siblings, a brother and a sister, um, and they've been matched for two years. Um, so in instances like that, if both, um, you know, it, and, it, and if it works like that, then that's awesome. Um, we can do it like that. And as far as, you know, maybe taking their siblings when you go on an outing, we discourage that um, a lot, especially in the beginning. Um, maybe once you've been matched for a while and, you know, you're comfortable, but that would just be on a rare occasion because and we go over this a lot in our training, um, boundaries, because you need to establish boundaries. And so that's why it's important not to take them in the beginning um, and then not to make it a habit once you do take the siblings, because once those boundaries are um, crossed, it's very hard for 
to get back because then the kids will kind of expect you to take them each time. And so will the guardian. Does anyone else have any questions? Hi, my name's Christine. Um, I have a quick question. Sure. And I, I believe this might be something it will be covered, obviously, right when you meet your mentee. But I hear a lot of different names being thrown around, like their parents, and then there's guardians. Um, are many or are any of these children still with their biological parents? Because I know they're, I guess, it's like a slight background like they're in the foster system, I, um. Yeah, so um, some of our kids, I actually have two matches where um, they are back with their bio family and the courts really um, want these kids to get, you know, uh, reunified. That is the goal of the courts, 100%. Um, unfortunately, we don't see that a lot in our program. Like I said, I've been here for two years. I have 60, I mean, so many matches, right? And so, um, and only two of them are back with their bio families. And so when we say parents, sometimes they're adopted. And so they are considered their parents, you know, when, um, or we'll say guardian if, you know, they're in foster care. And a lot of these kids are actually back with their, um, their family. Um, not not necessarily their parents, but, you know, a grandma or an aunt, you know, a relative placement, which is fantastic for the kids to be with family still. Yeah, and before you would um, accept the match, we do, you know, give you a little bit of a background of the youth that we had in mind to match you with. So you would know a little bit about them and whether or not they're in a residential or if they're back with their uh, reunified with their parents, their birth parents. So you would know that prior to accepting the match. Anyone else have questions? We have about two more minutes with our, our mentor. So give us a good one. Yeah, I had a question for just any mentor. What did uh, you do to kind of overcome your initial jitters when you first met your mentee? Um, so for me, I know I did a lot more like activities thing where you didn't have to focus on talking. So like bowling or like anything that like keeps your mind off of like, oh, if I don't have to talk, I don't have to because we're doing an activity. So it just was anything. I know I've done laser tag and just um, trampoline parks and just like an activity where if you um, don't have to talk, you don't have to. So do any of our mentors have any last words or, you know, any parting um, things that they would like to sh share with our guests today? I would just say, do it. You'll love it. You get so much, you get so much help from these wonderful staff members. You can always count on help. You can always call them for any reason. Um, 
it's not that, you know, it really isn't that awkward. You know, like they were just saying, you can go to something, you can take them to a movie, you can do different things, but um, they're just so happy to have you that I don't think you need to worry about it. And um, you don't need to worry about answering questions or anything like that because you're older, you know more than they do. So yeah. <laughs> so um, really it's just so much fun for them and, and you'll enjoy it so much. I think everyone should try it, see what you think. Thanks, Mary. Daniel, do you have any words of wisdom or anything that you'd like to share with our guests tonight? Sorry, did you say Daniel? Yeah, I was oh, just asking, uh, yep. I think, you know, obviously doing this is a selfless thing, but, but again, like, uh, I don't know, I just believe like whatever you, good you do, it just spreads around a lot. So there's kids out there that really need your help, you know. It's hard to put yourself in their shoes, even now. You know, I see my mentee and I don't realize how much help he needs and how much this means to him. So, you know, if you could just do a little good, it goes a long way. So I don't think uh, anybody has done this that will regret it. Thank you, Daniel. And David? Yeah, I'm gonna agree with both of them. No regrets getting involved with the program. There's always good help involved there. They give you good ideas of what different outings you can do. Um, you can do things cheap and for free and uh, super easy, I feel like, just as long as you're consistent and can make that communication and just talk and just hang out with them you don't need to be super special or you know really anything you just got to be consistent because they're um they don't get that awesome thank you so um these are the mentees that we currently um that are currently waiting obviously just for um purposes that's not their picture but the information is correct um i mean that is information of the youth currently that are waiting to be matched with um a mentor so you can see um octavius he's 20 um and you know he's trying to get complete his ged and he lives in oakland county yeah. And there's Jackson who's in 10th grade. Uh, I mean, he's 10 in fourth grade and he lives in Monroe. Now, the, um, I know we did mention Macomb, Oakland and Wayne. That's just where their foster case has to be out of. So sometimes you will see that um, some of the kids will be in Monroe or Washtenaw. But we try to keep the match um, within 20 miles um, of the mentor. And again, we would find out how far you'd be willing to travel during your interview. Sorry, it's 20 minutes, not 20 miles. 20 miles is a Oh, long. 20 minutes, I'm sorry. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> 20 minutes, yes. And um, our contact information is the, in the chat box. Um, so you, 
not archive, you can actually click on that link um, in the chat and th you can just leave your name and an email so a member of our team can reach out to you. It's real simple. We're not asking for a lot of information. And these are some of the other kids that are waiting. So, you know, again, we can't stress enough like how important it is, um, you know, for these kids to have someone that they can count on. Um, and you will get a lot out of it yourself as well. Um, and this is the contact information um, as far as, so right there, that was in the chat with the, I'm interested in becoming a mentor. So that's all you would have to fill out, the first name, last name, email, and a cell phone number. Um, and then you can also um, tip me's contact information. You can go ahead and tip me with that. Yep. Yep. So um, I, we sure hope that you all have learned, you know, quite a bit about mentoring. Uh, obviously, you, if you have any other questions, you can call me, you can email me um, and guarantee that you will hear from me if you do fill out the little form that I'm interested in becoming a mentor. Um, it's pretty simple and easy and we will get you going. Um, there's two links that are going to be in the chat. One's going to be the next step, so you can fill that out. And the other one is going to be uh, those little cards that we were showing you of these mentees. And if you are interested, if one is calling to you, uh, please let us know. You know, you can click on that link and see it in more detail and things like that. Um, there's quite a few of them. So um, yeah, yeah, just let us know. We're here for you. And I also um, wanted to thank everyone um, for you know, joining us this evening. And for our mentors that um, joined us, I know you're busy already and I really appreciate you guys joining us. So thank you, Mary, Daniel, and David. It's very much appreciated. Anything um, to help, anything yes. to help the kids. Thanks, Mary. Thank you. Um, and also we'll stay on the call for a bit just in case um, anyone has any questions about the presentation. And otherwise, um, we again, thank you for joining us today. And we hope to see you soon um, and talk to you. And you're so welcome, Allison. All right. Thank you. Take care. Thank Stay you. safe. Everyone. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you.